0: Able to be on the farm and to continue the farming tradition and to look at ways that we are ensuring that we can farm for the next 100 years as well because we're taking care of the land and, and ensuring that we're focusing on how it is we can farm for the next 100 years. That's what makes being on the farm special.
1: This is The Producers. I'm Anthony Huckstep. After a career in environmental management, Lucy Dodd returned to the farm in the Dodd family since the late 1920s. Her passion to create and sustain regional communities through sustainable agriculture has seen her taking on the challenge of farming pasture raised chickens with outstanding results.
0: I farm at Bordertown, which is in um, the Limestone Coast or the southeast of South Australia uh, on a farm called Lowan Park. My family has been on this land since the early 1920s and so I'm the fourth generation family member to join the farm. So it is a great spot to farm. We've got a fairly um, stable uh, rainfall. It is reducing a bit, but it's, it's strong agricultural land. But in reality, I have such a strong connection to the land. That's why I farm there. Um, We're a fair way from some of our markets, so if it was about where is the best place to raise chickens, that might be somewhere else. My family originally came out to Australia from England in the 1850s and then lived in South Australia and then moved to the property we're on now in the early 1920s, so that was my great-grandfather. And my great grandmother moved here as well, obviously uh, with their children. So two sons and a daughter, and so um, they had a small dairy which my grandma managed, uh, and they started clearing the land as well. And my grandfather um, Ralph uh, took over the the property and split the farm basically with his brother Max. And then when um, when Max wanted to leave the farm, my dad came back to the farm um, and that was or oh, nearly 50 years ago now. He probably wouldn't like me to say that. Um, so I grew up on the farm, my grandparents were there and uh, it was great and, and growing up in Bordertown was, was a lovely place to grow up. Some of the early food memories I have are very much linked to, to farming in a sense of um, my grandparents had chickens as well, layers, um, and we used to have roast chicken for Christmas. I don't remember having chicken a lot. I don't remember not having chicken a lot, but um, I used to remember um, slaughtering the, the chickens and seeing them run around it a little bit while um, they were the nerves were still operating. Um, but having that roast chicken at Christmas was special. Um, and then having parts of the chicken that you wouldn't normally have now, like I, I really remember the chicken soup with the gizzards in the soup, um, and the different textures of that, that was really, really cool. One of the other strong memories I have is off or dad, not really, probably not me, um, butchering um, mutton as well and string it up in the shearing shed and, and, and let it set or let it drain. Um, and then we'll do all the butchering ourselves. Um, you know cutting it all up and then bagging it and then having it in the fridge and the freezer to enjoy as a family.
1: After helping farmers adopt more sustainable practices Lucy felt an urge to join the generations of family farmers before her.
0: My journey and decision to be on the farm is quite a long one When I was a teenager at school, uh, I was encouraged to see the world and to do something other than agriculture and be on the farm. So um, when I left home, I travelled and I also did a university degree. I would have been very much interested in doing a geography degree, but I couldn't see where that was going to get me a job. So I did a business arts degree, um, which was, was really good, really good grounding, and um, I got the opportunity to to travel quite a lot. Still very much had a strong sense of, sense of place, the place I grew up, and a strong connection to the environment. Both my dad and, and grandpa very much had those values as well. So... It was a while in coming and I moved in my job roles and professional career into the environment space and environmental management and conservation. And I was helping farmers to be more sustainable in their practices, uh, have some environmental focus. Um, and I was... Still having this connection to wanting to be on the farm, but but not seeing how that would work, or not necessarily seeing how I fitted in the agricultural space. Yet, um, my roles in supporting sustainable agriculture in pastoral country and in more uh, higher rainfall areas, I started to see that maybe there was a way that I could um, I could see farming working for me. And rather than um, from a policy space telling farmers what to do or helping them to do it, I should I should be the one that's able to do it, um, that there is a way for me to be on the farm. So through this process, it's, you know, over several years of exploring what that might look like and physically being back on the farm regularly and helping out but not really seeing where I might fit long-term. Um, I was exposed to different different types of farming, you know, focused on regenerative agriculture but also then seeing how different farming enterprises might work. So I'm from a part of the country that has very strong um, foundations in broadacre cropping and broadacre commodity livestock farming, sheep and cattle mostly. But I could see that actually something like pasture-raised chickens could work really well on our farm and wouldn't compete with what else is happening. It could be another business on the farm and another way to bring in more income on the farm Um, and not an expensive way to start I could start small and grow from there so I suddenly could see how it might work that I could come back onto the farm and um, work with dad and get a business going Um, and so while while this is happening as well this is all connected into um, having a really strong um, environmental sustainability awareness that's growing in me and Um, wanting to have positive climate change action. And so seeing that link of agriculture and the um, perceptions of agriculture having a really negative impact and and seeing that actually could have a really uh, positive climate change impact. Um, So these two are are sort of um, happening at the same time and drawing at the same time. And I happened to go on a, retreat an ayurvedic retreat to bali and while i was there i had a lot of reflection time and i decided that it had to be now or never like if i waited and didn't make a move i'd get too old to do it you know that that career shift would happen too late in my life um so i thought okay right i'll I'll make a way to make this happen and I got back to work, and in my inbox was an advertisement for a job uh, where I would be able to live and work on the fa- uh, work on the farm or live on the farm and do this job locally. Um, so that was it. That was the way to to get that shift happening. Um, so that was a piece of magic, and it sort of all unfolded from there. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's how it started.
1: Lucy discovered that growing animals is far more in depth than just being a farmer.
0: Lots of challenges and one of the big ones I found early on with the chickens was that recognition that I'm not just a farmer, I'm also a food business owner um, on the ground and, and in growing the chickens. Um, while it certainly has many challenges, um, there's lots of predators that you've got to learn about and... You make a lot of mistakes and the beauty about chickens is they grow pretty fast. So you get to make those mistakes pretty quickly and learn pretty fast, but you've got to keep up. You've got to keep up pretty fast too. Um, but it was the elements of the business off-farm, so learning to sell the chickens finding markets for them and um, then you know the supply chain side of things that we're beginning to really understand better now with COVID um, but what's very different to the traditional farming that I grew up with of a commodity market and being able to sell your your grain or your um, cattle or sheep directly into the market and really clear processes for it growing chickens um, in this way and then wanting to sell them direct to the customer You've, the supply chain process is completely different. And so that's, that's been a really big challenge for me is, is finding uh, a processor and abattoir and then a butcher to do further processing. And then, um, well, finding people to, to buy the chicken uh, has definitely been a challenge too.
1: For Lucy, it's not just about producing quality chickens. It's the art of creating the best life possible for her chickens that drives her every day?
0: Oh, I love doing it the way I do because the chickens get to have a happy, healthy life. That's the biggest difference about having pasture-raised chickens to the standard shed chicken that you might buy. Um, it's, they're guaranteed to be outside. They get moved onto fresh ground every day, so they get to eat whatever pasture they find, but also eat whatever bugs. They have a great um, scratch and get to have sun baths and soil baths. Um, And they get to be a chicken. And that in itself is enough. But also then the feedback I have on, on the food is that it tastes the way the chicken should that there's something different around the texture and, and the flavour and the fat profile even. Um, that's so different to the chicken that you might be able to buy usually. It does vary a lot. Every day is different, um, but it's seeing the chickens every day. So we'll always have chickens chicks in the brooder. So they spend two or three weeks in the brooder, so checking on them, making sure they're nice and warm and they're growing right. Um, then heading out to the paddock and moving um, the chooks out there and feeding and watering them. And then seeing what other farm jobs there are. So it might be getting grain ready for the for the chooks or it might be cattle work or fencing, something like that. And then often the afternoons are the business side of um, managing the farm. So sales, social media, um, planning, planning, um, farmers' markets, um, taking calls from customers, that type of thing, of getting orders ready for the week. Um, Yeah, then there might be, you know, a final check of the chicks before we close up for the day.
1: Pasture-raised chickens not only have a different lifestyle to many other commercially farmed chickens in Australia, but the result is also considerably different too.
0: Pasture-raised chickens are often still the same breed of chicken um, that your standard supermarket chicken is. So the real difference is in their upbringing and their lifestyle that they get to have as chickens. So a pasture-raised chicken will have more muscle texture, so it does have a a muscle profile that a lot of chicken doesn't have, and um, it will have a stronger taste. So um, It still tastes like chicken, but it's different to uh, everything else tasting just like chicken because it does have a great uh, flavour profile. Um, It will hold its um, mass better. Um, It won't just uh, collapse and it won't um, just, like, disintegrate might not be the right word, but a, a lot of um, chicken, might you, you might cook it and it, it shrinks down a lot when you cook it and there's a lot of excess water that tends not to happen with a pasture-raised uh, chook. Um, it's very flavoursome and there's some good fats to it without there being too too much fat. You can often see it in the the meat as well. You'll get a little bit of the yellowing or a slight greenness um, to the fat where you can see that it's had a, a higher chlorophyll um, content so from the pasture from eating the grass compared to a, a purely grain-fed um, chicken as well.
1: Launching a brand through the pandemic has been challenging but Lucy has created three different avenues to market for her pasture-raised chickens.
0: So at the moment I have um, I sort of three channels that I sell the chicken through. So to butchers, uh, to restaurants and direct to customer. So I do a regular farmer's market, which I love because I love connecting people and food together. Like it's it's not only that I wanted to be a farmer, I wanted to help connect people to understand where their food comes from and the importance of understanding how agriculture works. So that weekly interaction with my customers is wonderful for that. Um, And I always thought when I would, sell um, my chicken that I would sell predominantly to cafes and restaurants that wanted to have a provenance focus of their food and a sustainable element with their food but the reality has been and this might be a lot to do with COVID as well but my biggest customers have been butchers who understand that um, so that they're actually that their ethos is about understanding where their food comes from having um more environmentally friendly product, whether that might be that it's grass-fed or pasture-raised or that it's organic um, or it's just good quality and that, that they want to be selling product that they're able to tell the story of as well. Um, so that's, that's been perhaps my biggest surprise is as to where it goes. It's a much bigger proportion um, than restaurants. But actually in the sales of trying to promote uh, my chicken and encourage um, a restaurant to, to buy my chicken or if it's a cafe I found out that they serve they'll buy the chicken already cooked and I was shocked I couldn't believe it that actually what I thought was a a good sustainable cafe um that would take pride in the food that they um provide their customers that they didn't even cook on on site and so I was like wow uh, this is where at some of our general food services out, we've got a long way to go in um, encouraging really good eating. So it is really nice when I have other restaurants that give me such great feedback on the product um, and are really loyal to um, where their food comes from um, and, and having the Lowen Park name, which is, is the brand of the chicken, um, on their menu So the ultimate transparency of saying this is exactly where this food comes from. uh, And they know that that helps them too, that their customers are asking for it.
1: As Lucy adopts more sustainable practices, she's looking to close the loop on the whole process from paddock to plate.
0: So the challenges we've had is in the poultry industry in Australia, and I guess South Australia specifically for me, is the small-scale regenerative farmer um, struggles because we are set up for the larger commodity market. So there's only one poultry service abattoir in South Australia, and for me that's four and a half hours away. So going there every week is quite a big big commitment uh, and very tiring. So I'd love to have my own on-farm abattoir. Um, because, well, it would certainly mean less stress on the birds and less stress on me in terms of that travel time, but also being able to be in control more of the the processing. So I've got some limits in what I can do uh, regarding... the packaging at the moment, and also um, some of even the, the cuts we might do. Um, that's just—it's—it's it's nothing um, against the processor I utilise. It's just that it's a third-party processor, um, and so there are limits there. So, I would love to be able to process on farm because then also we can use some of the um, byproducts of of slaughtering the chickens back into um, our land and um, fertilising. Um, um, our land as well. So sort of that closed loop would be really great. Um, I would also like to look at how we can use our products um, in more like in, in other stock-based products or other retail um, products that we, we're not at that scale yet. So I certainly do a nice local um, stock and broth for my farmer's market, but I would love to see that being uh, a supermarket-based product. Um yeah, so there's, there's lots of options for expansion. And, and then as well, looking beyond chicken, you know, we still have um, cattle on our farm that is predominantly a commodity um, product. Like we we um, sell at, a, at auction rather than direct to customer. So expanding into other livestock um, under, the, under the brand and um, perhaps lamb as well under our brand too. So being able to really uh, – help our customers um, to buy good quality pasture raised products that they know exactly where it comes from. They've got the peace of mind as well.
1: Rejoining the family farm has allowed Lucy to focus on her two passions farming and the environment.
0: I love knowing that I'm contributing positively to agriculture in Australia. The fact that um, we're looking at how we can farm better um, to uh, increase the organic matter in our soil and therefore the carbon um, content of the soil uh, and be more resilient in that growing process that's going to allow us to farm for longer, that I really love. And I also really love connecting to people and helping them to understand where their food comes from and so that they can know their farmer. So actually spending time discussing the way that I grow um, when I'm talking to customers, um, being transparent in that and building that understanding, helping them to make good choices. But I love um, being a business owner and contributing to how that world looks for for my family and what how I can present agriculture as a career and in an industry to other women um, and. Uh, anyone wanting to have a career change as well is to to be able to, I guess, push the status quo a little bit of of what agriculture and farming is. Uh, I do think I um, am much calmer than what I was in my other career because I'm in control. So there might be still just as many issues and still just as stressful, um, but at least um, I'm the one that's got to deal with them or cause them Um, Whereas in my other career, perhaps I couldn't control the outcome either or um, it was someone else doing those mistakes. So at least now they're my mistakes. I love waking up every day and being able to walk outside and knowing that I'm home and that I'm at work. That I think is really special. The ability to be able to be on that land that um, I connect to and know it's my place I'm very passionate about having thriving regional communities and that only happens when we live in our communities and when we encourage um, the whole range of community um, to be regional. So professional career um, services, agriculture, um The health, the whole range being in our local communities rather than being in the city, and that farming is somewhere else, that farming's not um, where all the people are. So I I feel blessed and excited by being able to have my career in a regional centre like Bordertown. Um, I think it's a really great place to be and then being able to be on the farm and to continue the farming tradition and to look at ways that we are ensuring that we can farm for the next 100 years as well because we're taking care of the land and, and ensuring that we're focusing on how it is we can farm for the next 100 years. That's what makes being on the farm
1: special. Lucy understands the importance of healthy living and sustainability and continues to honour and build on her family's legacy of quality land management and producing quality chickens too. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers and growers the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or email us at Producers Podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.